Blog Talk Radio. Howdy, howdy, folks. I'm glad you joined us tonight, and you were listening live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio, or you were over at our new site at streetfoodvendor.tv. We welcome you and look forward to this show this week. We've got some um, awesome tips that we're sending this week and and some good news coming your way. It's that time again, folks, broadcasting live with his tin cans and a brand new string from a top old smoky. It's Ben, the king of wiener slingers, with a fancy co-host with important guests and the best answers a third-grade education can buy. All for you. Sponsored by Ben'sCarts.com, Whiskey by the Jug and Donuts. You are so in for a treat today. But if I told you now, I'd have to kill you. So stay tuned. Ben's as nervous as a long-tailed cat in a room full of rocking chairs. Stand by. He's downing his last glass of liquid courage. And he'll be live in 30 seconds. Have you ever wondered why the guy selling hot dogs always seems so happy? Hello, Mrs. Smith. Hello, Mr. Johnson. Can I interest either of you in a hot dog? Do you want to find out why? LearnHotDogs.com. Get free video training, earn points, and get free stuff. Read Ben's hot dog blog and more. The premier source for hot dog vending information. Go to LearnHotDogs.com. Well, folks, I am glad to be here this week. I've had a busy week, and I hope you have too for all the right reasons. Um, I have had several people. Are we good? Can you hear me? Yes, sir. All right. We have got um, Bubbo here with us tonight, and we've got Jason here with us tonight, and I look forward to some others joining us in a little bit. If you would like to join us live, um, you can call Four two four two five eight nine three six four, and listen in live. You can press option one to speak to us, but we'd have to know that you're you've pressed one, or we won't know that you're wanting to speak to us. We do have a caller already, and I'm going to go ahead and take that caller so they don't have to wait. Um, caller area code six one five. You are live. That's a Tennessee number. Um, six one five. You are live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio. Hey Ben, it's Randy. Hey Randy, uh, how's it going? Oh, pretty good. Uh, I still just kind of hit and miss on faces, but I did a little flea market. You're going to laugh at this uh, down the road. It's a little uh, Saturday. It was a little fundraiser for a fire hall. They have one every about every two weeks. And uh, I got down there, and two vendors showed up, actual flea market vendors. And the chief said, I didn't think he was coming because it looked like it was going to rain. I said, well, I'd give it a shot. He said, well, one set up wherever. So I put, I got a a big yellow feather flag that says fresh hot dogs by 11 foot tall. I thought, well, I set up on concrete lots, so I'm going to fix something where I can just put it in with, that'll hold it. So I got right. a five-gallon bucket. I put about 100, 100 to 120 pounds of concrete in the thing. It holds it up, but it's a barrel lift. But anyway, I put it out beside the road, and I got a a banner like you showed on the critique on my card that says hot dogs, a big picture of hot dog, rigged it up. I had several people come in just got hot dogs and then win the flea market. And uh, I did almost almost as well at, at that little deal as I did at McKay's Books, setting up a whole lot longer. So that's that what awesome. works great. 
I haven't sent any more pictures because I'm I'm doing some more stuff and I want to get it all done and send some pictures in. But um, I got I signed signed up. I didn't know if I was going to get in or not. Uh, I know how some people feel about events, but there's a local event happening in October, and uh, they told me to send send an application in, send a check. Well, if you don't get in, they'll send your check. If they deposit your check, your tip. So I'm by the bank today. And, Check and the check is cleared, so I guess I'm in on it. But it's one of them deals like you uh, had on your uh, one of your blogs or one of your videos. Oh, you know what? I got a cart now. That's kind of how I felt. Oh, I got in this event. <laughs> it, typically, they have about 200 vendors. They said most of them were uh, uh, craft and arts vendors and, and uh, several food vendors. They didn't say how many. Uh, right. They actually draw about two. They said about twenty five thousand people. So I don't know what to expect. What would be a just a rough guess of? I know nobody knows the uh, amount of food to take for something like that. I mean, just just a rough guess. Well, it, see, it's it's so dependent on how many other vendors, what their crowd expectations are. Um, are your two biggest variables. And then you always yeah. have the the wonderful you know weather variables that can alter that. Okay. But the biggest okay. thing is I would want to know how many people they expect based on past performance, and also how many food vendors they allow in. And the third most important one to me is what location are they planning on putting me inside the event? Well, the the event typically they said in the past several years has drawn about twenty five thousand people. They have two two stages with music on, and what they said they would do if there was several or uh, multiple vendors doing the same thing or similar to the same thing, they would try to split everybody up where everybody's not piled on top of each other. I don't really know how many food vendors is going to be there. They just said usually about 200 vendors, and most of them were arts and crafts vendors. Um, and I, and they and it's kind of a weird situation because they won't. They won't call and tell you you've got in. The only way you know is if your check is cleared. But then about a week before the event, they're supposed to send a map about where you're supposed to be setting up. So I I, I wanted to do it, but then I didn't. And I went out thought, well, I'll give it a shot. I don't know if I'll get in or not. Well, apparently I did. I, you know. <laughs> well, so, I'm um, glad you did, Bubba. It, you know, I'd have to know. I'd have to call them, the event organizer, and see if they can give me any information. Then, from there, I would try to figure out. Um, I'd base it off how many other vendors. If you need help with that, you can call me, and I'll I'll try to guide you through it. Um, okay. There's a gentleman on LearnHotDogs.com. His name is Thunderdogs, and he's been doing events. Uh, he's done way more events than I dreamed of doing, and he's good at it. And he does big events, and he's good at planning for events. He's analytical okay. when it comes to figuring out how to do it and do it the best way. But there's there's several. You know, there was one gentleman I posted online today that, you know, he did an event and, and did 950 hot dogs in two hours. And he's been on the show before. Yeah, isn't that incredible? Yeah. Um, well, I, I called a friend of mine here in Nashville, uh, Danny. He's talked to you before about some things, and uh, I told him about it. And he said, well, I'll help you with it. And I said, well, then my... Wife and kids said, "Well, we'll help you." And I said, well, "I can't have but one person back there because I said we'll be running into each other, and plus I need somebody that knows what's going on." And 
so I called Debbie, and he said he, you know, he thought he could be able to help me with it. So well, that's uh, good that he can help. But keep in mind, there, there's so many. If you'll go look up Thunder Dogs, just type in Thunder Dogs as one word in the blog at learnhotdogs.com. Okay. You'll pull up his article. Okay. Pull up first, or you can just Google it and it'll pull up first. And okay. it, his article, he actually gives you a blueprint of what he did, the outline of how he did it, where he had people stationed so that he could give the the fastest performance and and serve as many customers as possible. And you can see from the photos, he's got a a, a line going to his cart that's two hundred and fifty feet of customers hmm. deep. He's sending pictures huh. to it. Um, Okay. So he's got a lot of experience with that, and he can show you. He used, I think it was four or five people, but he was doing a huge event. I mean, they did six gallons of chili in five hours. Okay. Well, they Um, they told me that the spaces are like 10 10 by 20. So, I mean, I've got a fairly decent size space, but uh, I still just, uh, you know, being Benny, he. He's done longer than I have, but we could actually, if we had to swap, we could swap what we were doing. You know, I thought maybe one do the dogs and dress them, and, and the other one do the my chips, my drinks, my cookies, and take the money. So we just kind of, you know, keep it going that way. And if we had to, we could swap what we're doing because, you know, actually he trained me on his cart when I first was getting started. Well, that's awesome that he's willing to help out and Obviously, he's going to bring a different set of experiences to the table. I would, I would love. When is this event? It is supposed to be October fifth. It's called Main Street Festival in, in Gallatin. Well, you've got a, a, some time to get planned and to get that yes. information you need that I consider to be crucial. Um, okay. Number of attendees or estimated attendees, and the number of estimated vendors food vendors that are my competitors. Okay. Those are the two most key things. And, okay. and placement, you know, that there's a gentleman on our, uh, he, he's been on the show and we did a video, and, and but he did a big event, and one of the worst things they could have done to him is they stuck him near the Porta Johns. Oof. And then he got there with his okay. drinks and everything, and they told him he couldn't have drinks. So all of <laughs> these little fine rules, they changed, and it ended up being, you know, it, yeah. can, it can mean the make or break you. Yeah, I know. I, well, it, it, it said on the application that they had to know what all you were selling, and you could not sell anything that was not listed on the application. So basically, I put on everything I did. And I figured I could delete if I had to, but I couldn't add to. There you go. Um, so uh, anyway, this little flea market I was talking the first started talking about, everybody said, oh, I love your feather flag out there. It's gone, people in here. You come back next, next flea market, which uh, they have one every two weeks, and I just figured since it was close to the house, and uh, you know, it, you know, and then I like I said, it did almost as well at that little thing as it did McKay's, and so you know, I, I was pretty I'm happy glad. with it. I mean, because I want more, but I mean, because that really wasn't nothing to brag about. But like I said, I was compared to what I did at McKay's and everything, and I also talked to Goodwill up in town. They had their fifty uh, percent off sale on Saturday, the first Saturday of the month, and I talked. We had to pick a sofa up we'd gotten up there, and I asked the manager about setting up, you know, Saturday just for the sale. And he said, well, "I'll let you know." Well, I haven't heard nothing yet, but uh, that's there and that's close by too. So um, anyway, I'm just trying to feel my way around and find different places to set up. So 
anyway, but I'll I'll pull that website up and see if I can get some information and everything. And uh, appreciate you taking my call. And I'll get off here and listen to the rest of the show. Well, I thank you, Bubba, for keeping us up to date. I can't wait to see your pictures of your banner and your swooper flag, um, your feather flag. I think it's awesome that you did it. I wouldn't have known about those had it not been for Jason here. Um, he's the one that turned me on to those. I love them. And well, I also had last uh, about a week or so ago, most had a guy come by um, and uh, give me a price on wrapping the bread box of my, you know, just part of my cart with my name and a big picture of a hot dog and bright yellow and all that. And, he never showed up, and I talked to him a couple of days later. He said, man, I'm sorry. You know, and I thought, well, I understand things happen. Man, you had my business card. Why didn't you call me and tell me? Because, you know, I've sat around here at the house pretty much all day finding something to do while I was here. And so I told him, I said, we're just going to hold off on it for now. I'm going to try some other stuff a little bit cheaper because he's talking about somewhere around 2 or 250 just to do that. Well, uh, um, Jason had a question for you. Well, okay, no, that's uh, what I'm thinking about for these fairs and stuff. I mean, I was just talking to another vendor, and we'll leave his name out of it, but he, he was doing a big state fair. And um turns out the fair owns over 50% of the concessions that nobody knows about. you got to buy your drinks, your ice. Uh 20-pound okay. bag of ice was 6 bucks. I'd say buck eighty-nine for 20 pounds. So, yeah. you know, like that can really kill you when you're doing an event like that. They're charging yeah. these people to come into the fair to get to work. Okay. I give them so many passes, and with running two shifts for a 12-hour day, you know, he had to pay to have other people come in because you only get 30 passes for the 10-day period. Then what yeah. do you do? All things like this add up, and, you know, you think you're making money until you see what happens. So just, you know, a couple things to think about and be aware of, you know. Okay. Well, I appreciate it. Like I said, I'm... I'm feeling my way around. I thought I'd do try this. Uh, if it don't, if it turns out it isn't for me, I won't do it anymore. But I figured since it was close and local, you know, uh, it's a hundred dollars to set up for the day, which uh, they said they've been averaging the last several years twenty five thousand people in the event. So um, I figured I'd give it a shot. We lose them? No, I've still got it. No, I- I had a here. me today who was a, a vendor, and he just did all that stuff, and he said the same thing to me about the fairs. So he asked if, if I was ever planning on going out there. I said, well, I don't know. And he said, well, we used to do it. I did it for 10 years. And uh, he said the same thing you just said, Jason, that the, the fair has all these hidden things you got to buy from them and this and that and the other thing. And he said, plus a, plus a 20% commission, plus yep. the money to be there, and they come out every day. Some of them even go as far as to wanting to inventory you. No. <laughs> wow. And, you know, I'm sorry. I can stay home and not make money. I don't need to go out and lose. It's my, you know. Right, right. Oh, screw that. Right. Well, that's the reason I thought I'd give it a shot one time and, and you know, I guess that's the best learning tool you can get. But, I mean, uh, like I said, they didn't, of course, it may, if anything's hidden, it's hidden because there's nothing uh, in the in the application or the instructions on that. So I just have to I just have to be ready to set up. Set up i got to be ready to sell by quarter to ten. It's from like ten to five, I think. Happy uh, Jack commented over in the chat room that you may want to see if you can find any other vendors that have worked that before and talk well, to them. I talked talk to a guy. Um, there's a guy here in town that sells 
uh, he's into all kinds of stuff. He sells uh, box trailers. That's why I stopped talking to him about it. He also priced me a long time ago a concession trailer, with it, which I couldn't get worked out. And I was talking to him this about a week ago and told him about it. And he said, well, he, said I, he said, I got out of it because I couldn't, couldn't get enough help that wanted to show up and all that. But he said, I've done that festival up there. And he said, if you get the right location, he said, you do extremely well. But there again, he had an enclosed trailer, and I've got a cart. Well, so, I've seen uh, carts outperform a trailer, and and you're going to read the story if you look up that Thunderdog story. He okay. kicked everybody's butt, and I'm talking sixty and seventy thousand dollar rigs set up there, and he kicked their butts. Well, one thing I'm I, I mean I guess don't need to say, but I'm, I'll say it anyway. Uh, so many people. Jack the price of sky high at special events like that, and I don't, I don't have a problem with that. But then there's other people that keep the prices constant, and I've heard in the past some people complain about the other people undercutting them. Well, they're not really undercutting them; the other people just raise the prices and and you know all that. So I'm, I would try to keep mine where they're at. Well, I. So, I don't know. I, you, you're going to have to determine that based on what the other foods are. You do have a higher cost to be there. You've got a lot more risk to be there. So it is normal to charge a little bit more. But uh-huh. you may want to charge a little bit more, especially if you're yeah, going to have well, to help. Well, I, I don't have a problem with that. But I, I, when I say some people actually try to gouge, because I, I talked to a lady. She was at a festival downtown Nashville. And they were charging three dollars three dollars for a can of, of Mountain Dew, just a regular sized can. I think, wow. oh darn, you know that's a little bit extreme. So uh, anyway, well I'll get off here and listen to the rest of the show and appreciate y'all taking my uh, my call and giving me some information. I'll pull it, take it on them websites and and see what other information I can dig up. I'm just glad I found out about it a little bit ahead of time when I got some time to plan. Well, I'm excited for you, Randy, and I appreciate the fact that you're willing to do it and that you're willing to help other vendors by asking the questions that some are scared to ask, embarrassed to ask, or whatever. And that's the difference between the ones that are going to succeed or the ones that are going to succeed slowly or the ones that fail. And so I appreciate you being willing to do this. Okay, well, I appreciate you taking my call, and I'll talk to you later then. Have a good one, Randy. Have a good night, Randy. Well, so um, let's let's do some catching up real quick. I don't think we have any other lines holding right now. There's a bunch of people on the line, but nobody um, waiting on us that I can see. I would like to um, find out how y'all's weeks went. Um, Jason, I know that you have um, been trying that new no sleep plan, and I wanted to hear how that was going. Uh, talk about burning the candle at both ends in the middle. <laughs> I saw that by your post. I was like, my God, he's working himself dead. <laughs> it just doesn't stop, man. My wife and kids went away this weekend up to my buddy's mountain house to see them. And, uh, you know, they were up there on the boat and tubing and all that stuff. And kids doing a uh, cardboard boat building contest and won first place in each of their classes. And, you know, I stayed here and worked. You know, I had an event Saturday. I had the... Uh, hot diggity dog pool party at one of the stores in town. And uh, that worked well because this guy's kind of influential in the town. And uh, 
Yeah, long day, but uh, it worked well. Friday had a shipment of bikes come in, and they were three days late. They came out one day, no tailgate. They took it back, or no lift gate, so they took it back without saying anything. So I said, oh, we'll schedule, you know, we'll lift gate. He showed up Friday, and I think I told you, Ben, 3,600 pounds of cargo, 30 big boxes, and all the way at the nose of the truck, and the tailgate didn't work. <laughs> so we offloaded that by hand. Um, Lord. I posted a picture of that, what my driveway looked like, man. <laughs> but my neighbor said, are you moving? I said, I don't know. If my wife comes home in the middle of this, I might be. <laughs> I'll tell you what, it, it looked like hell. I it If I would have been close, I would have come helped you. I know what that feels like. It was bad. You know, like a dummy, last night I started putting together a bike for somebody to see, and um, I measured twice that I had to fit through the front door. Well, uh, I forgot <laughs> to take into account the uh, nuts on the axle either side there. Or what, that big? Yeah. Yeah, guess what? Door trim comes off? I had to take the canopy and the freezer off and get my buddy to come over so we could turn it sideways and go through the door. <laughs> <laughs> I even thought, before I did that, I even thought, you know, it would be easier to take the sliding glass door out. <laughs> so, uh, you know, and I got it outside, got it all back together, and went to shoot pictures, and don't you know the sky opened up? <laughs> I'm like, man, I can't catch a break this week. <laughs> Uh, I, I see you're on those uh, junior size sodas again, Ben. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize how ridiculous that looked till I looked over and saw myself in the camera, and and I went, "Holy cow!" Because I always do that. Like if I go on a trip longer than thirty minutes in the car, I take a two liter, because I'll go through a twenty ounce like nothing. Yeah, but you must just get an IV hooked up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I want to, um, Bubba, I'm going to come right back to you. We've got another caller online, but I want to play this real quick, and um, and we'll be right back. It's, it's Sunday night, and you're listening to the all-new HDVR Hot Dog Vendor Radio Show with Ben. Call in at 424-258-9364. Press 1 to go live and ask Ben a question. You wanted the best? You got it. You're listening to HDVR Hot Dog Vendor Radio. I hold on so nervously to me and my drink. Well, howdy, howdy, howdy. I'm going to go ahead and pull up um, 816 area code. You are live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio. Thanks for joining us tonight. Hi, Ben. How are you? Doing wonderful. And you? I'm doing great, thank you. This is Phil just outside of Kansas City with Hot Dog in it. Uh, We just opened up this week, and... Just wanted to call in and share how our first week went. I'd love it if you'd share it. Go ahead. Congratulations, too, on your first week. Thank you. Uh, we, uh, we're we trying for a location, which uh, maybe we will still end up getting with uh, uh, a hardware store that we can set up in your parking lot. As of right now, that has not come to fruition. However, uh, we were able to manage a spot. Uh, it's actually the public parking spot out on the street in front of City Hall, um, and we've been setting up there now. The rain that kept us from setting up for a couple of days, but we did get in three days this week, um, and uh, we were uh, happy to get that done. Um, the first uh, first day was actually National Hot Dog Day, um, and awesome. uh, that uh, 
definitely uh, brought some extra attention. People were were walking by and and uh, talking about uh, National Hot Dog Day, so that got us some additional business. Uh, Fantastic. Second day right was, yeah, the second day was kind of slow uh, that I was able to set up, uh, but we still uh, still had the business cards going and and lots of traffic uh, going by us. So uh, talking to people in a way that were just uh, uh, beginning to ask, "Who are you?" and and uh, are you going to? How often are you going to be here? And and we're trying to give them those days that we're going to be set up. But then uh, Saturday, yesterday, we were able to set up, and that was kind of a turning point for us. We we uh, basically doubled our sales uh, that we had been doing the first two days, and uh, we had great traffic. My wife was with me that day, and we were able to pass out a lot of business cards, uh, lots of interest being sparked. And uh, again, we're set up in front of the city hall. And at the end of the, the first day, as we're getting ready to pack up, uh, a gentleman that I had greeted earlier in the day, I did not know who he was, he comes walking towards us and and uh, I, said, I, I, I take it you work I said, I take it you work for the city. And he says, You might say that, I'm the mayor. Um <laughs> so we got to meet the, the mayor uh for the last uh, fifteen or twenty minutes of our of our setup day. That is fantastic. So you so, on your third day you doubled what you had been doing. Yeah, the uh, well, I, I say double, uh, not quite double the first day's business. I, I should have said it this way. We we uh, actually did uh, uh, what we what we did combined for the first two days is uh, what we did on the third day. Um, oh, so wow. uh, even though we're we're not where we want to be in sales yet, uh, the word is getting out and business is building. And and uh, I actually posted a, a photo uh, there on uh, your Facebook page um, for Ben's Carts. And um, we we were able to get uh, uh, a good setup. Everybody's commenting uh, how well they like the setup. They love the red and yellow umbrella. Uh, and I just have to say, Ben, as well, uh, kudos to you because uh, as much as I love the big dog carts, everybody that comes by loves the big dog carts. I think that's awesome. Um, I appreciate you saying that, but I, I think it's kick butt that you were willing to call in after three days um, of going at it. And you said you got rained out basically on a couple days? Yeah, uh, rain uh, rain moved in, and, and uh, we could only set up for three of the five days that I was planning on. And, and now they're calling for rain tomorrow and possibly into Tuesday as well. So I'm not sure if I'll be able to set up before Wednesday. I'm hoping to. Um, but uh, uh, like I said, word is getting out. And just something I, I uh, a couple of questions that I had come in that, that might be helpful to others as well. Um, advertising and uh, in the the photo uh, that I put up on your site, you'll see the big Nathan's hot dog hanging there from from the umbrella. I have two umbrellas up. I and, commented. Uh, we on were able- I commented on it. I I think the umbrella is beautiful. I commented on that today. Oh, did you? okay. I didn't see that, but. Um, uh, the Nathan's, the Nathan's hot dog definitely was, was uh, drawing attention. Uh, of course, that's the hot dogs that we're selling. Um, and people can get that uh, just by uh, writing in and, and uh, talking with the marketing department at Nathan's. And uh, we're also using the, uh, Johnsonville sausages on the cart, and they sent us a marketing kit as well. That's fantastic. Um, the, I'm going to post up a picture if I can. Um, see, how can I do this? 
Anyway, I'm going to post up a picture so that people can see this um this cart as soon as I can figure out how to work this. I want them to see your Nathans. Yeah, we finally had to pull it down uh, yesterday afternoon. The wind started blowing so hard it uh, started to bend the clips. I didn't want it to, to ruin the umbrella, so so we took it down. But uh, uh, it was certainly getting a lot of attention before we had to do that. Well, I've got it up there now. That That is a beautiful, beautiful setup. The the red and yellow with the Nathans and your big red tablecloth is just superb. It pops. And then you have those yellow buckets with your chips. Yes. Um, that pops with the yellow and the umbrella and the Nathan. So I, I think it's gorgeous. You did a great job. Well, thank you. I, I, I owe that, uh, that color, those color combinations to my wife. I won't take credit for all of that. She's better at that than I am. Uh, but, uh, the the biggest obstacle that I have there, and I would appreciate any critiques anybody would like to give on it, is that we are literally confined to that parking space um, to to set up in. So I, I can't really put a canopy up uh, uh, to go over us to help us with the bad weather. But any critiques that uh, somebody might give would be appreciated. Well, I think that you um, by you've made good use of the space. It's easy to understand. And from a distance, you can tell what you're doing. And those are key ingredients. And so I, I really like it. Tell your wife that I think she did a fantastic job. The color combos with the red hanging off of the um, the buckets is brilliant. Um, it just coordinates it all. It's just really, really sharp. Well, I will definitely tell her you said that. I appreciate hearing that. Uh, but the, the shot that I posted there, that's actually first thing in the morning where – uh, we're trying to actually build a, a bit of a, a, brec- a breakfast uh, clientele, if you will, because if I don't get there early in the morning, I actually pull into that spot before 7 in the morning, I'm not guaranteed any space there. So so since I have to be there that early, we're trying to get a breakfast crowd, uh, by, and I'm serving bagels and, and breakfast sausage, uh, sausage, cheese, bagels, and bagels with cream cheese, and I've got muffins out and then different juices and stuff to try to build the breakfast. And, and then about uh, 10 or 10.30, we start to put the lunch stuff out. Which side are you serving from? Are you serving on the street so or are you serving on the grass side? Most uh, Occasionally I'll have customers that are, that are walking up to me from the, from the table. The, the majority of them come to the, uh, to the grass uh, side where the grill is at. And is there traffic coming by on the cooler side? I guess where your wife's standing there. Yeah, constantly. Uh, there's there's a lot of traffic that goes by. Okay. All right. <clears throat> I was going to almost suggest bringing the cart a little closer to the street side and maybe putting your table over on that side to kind of create so they come to that for service versus. You know, the only thing that worries me with the traffic is just people coming up to that table or worse, the cooler side from what I'm looking at in the picture. Um, okay. I'm almost wondering if you should uh, bring the cart a little more centered to the to the parking spot, like towards your wife or the cooler side from the picture I'm looking at, and then take your table and set it up, uh, you know, basically behind the bread box. Like, like in line with the cart against the grass and run, serve that side. 
running running along with it instead of um perpendicular to it, right? Yeah, yeah. Um that way it would kinda they, they would get the flow down and come to the grass side. I would just be the only that's the only suggestion I have would just be, you know, customers standing where your wife is in a car coming by. Um that was my work when I saw it. Yeah. Now, Other is this, that, I mean, the setup itself looks great. You got your Visa. I see the menu. You know, you got uh, nice display with the chips, signage, that kind of stuff. So all that looks great. Uh, you know, just the only critique I would say is just I would just be nervous of, you know, a customer getting clipped by a car and then blaming you. What kind of street is this um, that you're on? Uh, it's it's uh, it is a busy street. It's actually. Uh, about two blocks off of uh, one of the major arteries going through town there, because um, that's the the city hall is what we're set up in front of, which is also the uh, DMV. Uh, and now, just just for clarification, uh, where my wife is standing, uh, of course there was no traffic at that moment, but uh, the the customers are actually coming to us uh, on the opposite side of the car uh, from from the grass side, and where the uh, where the table is at, that's actually a a walk across uh, the the road, so it's actually a, a sidewalk uh, that leads right up to the city hall uh, where that table is at, and that's that's why we set the table up in that direction. I got gotcha. you. Well, I I can see the people in the background, so obviously this is a pretty good spot. Um, I hope it continues to grow for you, and I'm glad that you. Um, I, I think it was a good catch by Jason to notice that, you know a better way to set it up to kind of make it a little safer and and easier. Right. Well, I'm I'm certainly going to uh, look in to see if that uh if that might uh, work that way to run the table along the side of the cart instead of in front of it and and uh, see how that works for us. The only other thing I would say is I see a cone behind your wife. It might be worth investing in a couple more of those and running them, you know, from the corner like where I'm looking now at the table here. Um, down to where your wife stands and maybe even one across on the sidewalk, you know, just to, uh, you know, try and definitely define so people driving. I mean, because, you know, God knows what all these yuppies driving their car, (laughs) drinking their Starbucks and texting and putting makeup on at the same time, you know. Um, And that's only Ben. God help you if I got behind the wheel. (laughs) So, oh yeah, uh, yeah, you're right. Because I, I guess with the red out there, that means charge. Uh, so any of the orange caution comes out there. <laughs> I mean, these are the bulls running with the bulls. Setup itself looks great. I, I think you know, I, I find it shocking you've only been doing it three days because you, you've got a lot more on the ball in three days than some guys doing you know a long time. Absolutely, <laughs> that is gorgeous setup. That's a lot better than well, three days. <laughs> Well, I, I thank you very much for that, and, and uh, that's uh, very much appreciated. And, and uh, you know, we're just going to do everything we can to continue to, to grow the business, and, and I appreciate all of the, the feedback that we're getting tonight. Well, you bet. Thanks for sharing with us, and I hope you come back on and let us keep us up to date how's this, how this progresses for you. I certainly will. I appreciate it, Ben. Thank you for taking my call. Thank you, Jason, for, for all of your feedback, and I will step back and just listen now. Thank you, brother. Not, Have a good one. Not a problem, man. You Have too. a good one. Thank you now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. 
that was really a really good call, and I, I was fortunate enough that he that he had posted the picture. I had I had just commented on the picture a couple hours ago that that I was just impressed with the signage. It looks good. It was a nice setup. I mean, I, I've seen guys like I say that have been longer than that and don't have. And uh, I mean that that's huge. You know? Yeah. I felt the same thing when I saw the picture on your page, Ben. I was like, wow. That's really good, but then I also thought what Chase is on. Man, some idiot can just plow that thing. I mean, I'm I'm off the road in a lot, you know, and I have a driveway on a main drag, and I got a lot that several 53-foot trailers can pull in, turn around, back in, park with some cement trucks, box trucks. I mean, I get scared with some of these old people driving towards my trailer. <laughs> I mean, I've had them a couple times. I swore I thought, oh, this is it. They're tipping my trailer. You know, they're going to hit me. <laughs> Uh, oh, look who joined us. Yeah, Shores, the man of the bitch. Shores. <laughs> Live, too. I tell yeah, you what. He sent me a picture the other day of his view, and I told him, I, have a, I hope a fat nudist convention pulls in and parks in front of him all weekend. <laughs> I officially hate him, man. Every day when he posts those gorgeous pictures, man. Oh. Well, we've got some new um, some new faces on, and I want to get to them. We've got uh, Mr. Jack Lynn. How are you, Jack? Can you hear us? Doing good. Can you hear us? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you good. I've just unmuted. I figured that out. I'm, I'm pretty sharp. <laughs> well, it took me about six weeks, so you're way quicker than I was. Brian Short. <laughs> so what's been going on? How's it going? Uh, it's been it's been kind of a rough month. We've had rain almost every day. So uh, Central Florida, you know, it's something that was kind of unexpected, but uh, something I'll plan for next year for sure. I think I've worked uh, I've worked nine days this month so far, and two of those I got rained out by me. So. Wow, it's been, hey, it's been a little rough. Can you do me a favor and call your weather back from up here? I've had enough. <laughs> Between the humid, I'm so tired of being damp, and then the heat, you you can have it back. I've literally had to <clears throat> reach up and grab my canopy from blowing away and just hang on to it for 30 minutes or so while I while everything gets soaked a couple times. So, you know, that'll that'll make you a happy camper. Oh yeah. I think they're calling for 80 degrees and sunny weather at the beach tomorrow. And I hope a whole lot of fat nudists, too. <laughs> Man. I think well, I, want to, I, wish... I want to trade with Brian for like a week, I think. That'd be I a good idea. What'd you say, Jack? I would like to just say thanks. I had, uh, you know, I, I was in retail for years, and, uh, you know, I know that marketing works. I know. Signage works. We got. I change signs every week when I was managing a retail store. But it's not what you know; it's what you do. And uh, so, after watching a couple of your talks for Cape Side, I got off my uh, butt and ordered some signs. And the first full day we had with the signs, we had our best day ever. And uh, it didn't double our business, but it did real good. And um, it, it's been a huge help, huge draw. I'm I'm glad. Been able to work, so. I'm really glad. I'm glad it helped. Absolutely. What um what kind of area are you set up in, Jack? Uh, pretty much, um, 
I'm set up right in the center of a little town, and it's all pretty much drive-by traffic, but all the local businesses around there, like I have uh, a river that people tube down all the time, and so, you know, all the tubers and, and all the drivers that shuttle the tubers, they're all my regulars and stuff, so I have a lot of regular established business uh, and, and a ton of drive-by traffic. I've got pretty much two main roads that are and a secondary road that I'm set up right at. So uh, it's it's pretty good. It's off season right now, so uh, it's slower than normal. Um, I kind of befriended a vendor that used to had a spot down the road from me for 15 years, and uh, of course he's retired now, and he has one of your carts. Um, but he says, you know, in the winter time you can really kill it around there. So. You know, that's that's what we're looking forward to. Normally, I do a lot of big events, and uh, that's really kind of what I try to major in. Uh, but there's no events at all going on right now because, you know, all the snowbirds have flown back north, and, and uh, there's nothing major going on. So Yeah, mosquito, mosquitoes, right heat, and humidity right now is the uh, is the main attraction in Florida. Heat, yeah, exactly. What's um, what's um Do you have a Facebook page? Yeah, uh, Mustard Seed Grill. Mustard Seed Grill. Um, Actually, that's the website, .org, but Mustard Seed Grill on the Facebook. Mustard Seed Grill, folks, y'all seen a lot of his posts on on our page, and and if you want to follow another good vendor, um, that'd be a good one to follow is Mustard Seed Grill. You can find him on Facebook and on the web at mustardseedgrill.org. I didn't even recognize you, Jack, without your hat on. I'm just a lot prettier on TV, that's all. <laughs> well, that wasn't the angle I was going at. <laughs> I, I, I messaged Ben. I said, y'all need another handsome fat guy on. and uh, So he sent me a link, so obviously he did. And I still let I still let him on even though he's got hair. Yeah, <laughs> that's wrong. <laughs> well, let's, let's go see James here. James, how are you tonight? Good. Yourself, sir? Doing wonderful. All right. Uh, just wanted to call in. Thank you for that cart critique you gave me uh, last week, and uh, let you know I'll take a lot of it into consideration once uh, I'm done paying Menards their exorbitant rent this month. <laughs> but uh, after the first, I plan on ordering something up. Well, good, good. I'll um, I'll look forward to seeing the pictures and see what it changes for you. Um, Menards has got to be a good location, period, just because I've been in them up north, and they're good spots. I mean, you know, it's like walking into a Home Depot or a Lowe's or anything like that. Yeah, like you said, I'd like to be in between the indoor and the outdoor, but that's just uh, not something they're willing to let me take care of. So, Where are they letting you set up, James? I way am... to the right. Just to the right of the main outdoor by all the registers. But just outside the door, not very far? Uh, maybe five five feet from the door. I oh, man, you're much luckier than me because the Menards that we're at, they've got a bunch of the stones up, up that go about 50 feet. We can't, we can't set up any closer than where we're at. That's good for you. Yeah. But but like you said, there's a lot of traffic that goes in that indoor and out that indoor, and they don't give me a second glance. So, well, I mentioned uh, to um, Bubba earlier tonight. He and I were talking before the show, and he's got a similar situation. He he's not able to get near either door, but he's on the wall. But he's kind of out of the way for the person exiting or entering. 
And even though his business is increasing, he's missing business. And he, we came up with an idea of possibly putting some type of sign, like a um, – what did you call a sandwich board sign? Yeah. And put that sandwich board up that says bring your receipt and get a bag of chips with a meal or a, or a drink with a meal or an extra dog with a meal. Depending on what how your pricing is and do something like that, you may end up um, being able to pull them to you. Plus the, the business itself, Nards, may look at it and go, wow, this guy is encouraging people to bring us you know, proof that they bought here. Yeah, definitely. Any suggestion is a welcome suggestion at this point. I think when me and Ben were talking earlier, I'm definitely going to do that this this coming this coming week. We're only working Thursday through Sundays because those are the days we found out that work well at the one we're at. But that is a great thing because basically you can you can either say give a free soda, give a free chips, or give a dollar off a meal. So we do a lot of dollar off a meal things. And because we can still make a, a, a good profit margin on that, but it brings people in. Whenever you want to give them something, they'll walk. You know, so it's a good idea. I think you can do thing at the Menards. I talked to a vendor. This um, it's been a couple weeks, and she she could not afford signage. She just can't afford it. She had seen the first cart critique and said, "That's what I'm missing. I need the signage," and so. I, I talked with my wife, and because my wife is creative with, you know, low budget spending. Me, I feel like okay, I want to buy the swooper flag with the chrome pole because it looks prettier or whatever. Well, she went and found these um, presentation boards at Walmart, and they're they're like shaped like a, a U. You know, it's it's got two sides, two side panels and a middle panel. The middle panel's really big. And the side panels are smaller. And she took socks, tube socks, spray painted them black because she couldn't find an all-black sock, filled them full of sand to kind of hold the weight against both sides of it so that it didn't look like just a, you know, a dirty sock sitting in front of your sign. And she put those around her cart. She did three of them. Well, the signs were only four bucks a piece, and she cut out stencils, and she dressed it up. Um, she hasn't sent me pictures yet. She showed me on her camera phone, you know, she, she, um, what is it called? Um, Apple, yeah, FaceTimed me with it, but, um, she hasn't sent me anything. She's still kind of embarrassed that she did it that way, but her business has increased. It's not doubled or tripled or anything, but it's, it's increased and she's happy and it's going to get better. Yeah. So we did all that for less than 20 bucks. We did our sandwich board, uh, James. I don't know where you, where you're at or anything, but we went down to Hobby Lobby and bought these two big chalkboards. They're they're large, right? Three feet tall and uh, two and a half feet wide. And I just used like chain to put two little hinges on it. it cost me twenty five dollars to make up a sandwich board. We got the colored chalk and all that stuff. And we have just the last two days. Put it in the at, right at the exit door, uh, and the general manager said, "Yeah, if you people trip over it, that's good." <laughs> so we put it right at the exit door with an arrow pointing down to us, and it has helped because we've watched them walk out, stop, and read that board. And some walk down, and some don't. But before that board was there, they're just out and headed toward the car. 
Yeah, and if you can come up with a funny saying or something to put on that board, um, it's going to help. You know, free tube steaks or um, buy a tube steak, get a tube steak free. Anything you can that kind of will catch their attention that's out of the norm. Yep. Yep. I'm going to put on free beer next week and see what happens. <laughs> you come on the show like, with... I always like that special, you know, where you buy the first one for twice the price and you get the second one for free. There you go. Yeah. You can do No Change Friday where they don't get their change back either. <laughs> yeah. Or 10% off your change or something like that, you know, just to see if they're awake. I mean... Right. You know, that's what I do with most of my posts, just to see if they're even breathing, you know? <laughs> I did get some flack over that one last week when I posted, uh, we're closed due to the uh, heat index being somewhere between OMG and WTF. <laughs> I took a little bit of heat for that one. I, you know, at this point, man, it was a long week. But I'm sure they'll be done with me in a minute. No. So get over it, get a sense of humor, block me. Pretty simple. But I see Brian hasn't blocked me yet, so it's okay. no, you're good. He'd be the first too. He's a prude. Um, James, is there is there anything else that we can help you? You're welcome to stay on here, um, but I just wanted to make sure that I didn't miss you. We no, get- no, I just uh, wanted to really thank you and just uh, say I appreciate everything you've done for me and everybody else in the vending community, but. Uh, also, I sent you that link or that tip saying about the wave accounting. I've got it to read tonight. Uh, did you okay. you emailed it to me, right? Yeah, I emailed it to you. Yeah, I've got but, it uh, in the list tonight. That's a great program. It does everything I need it to do, and it's free. Well, being as you're here uh, on the line, instead of me just reading your tip, let's go ahead and do your tip. So that everybody can know, because you've got experience using it, and it's you know, probably explain it better than I will. It's uh, waveaccounting.com. What it is, it's like a uh, QuickBooks, but it's free. It, you can link your bank account to it. It'll show all your transactions in and out. Um, you can run reports. You can uh, link your send a link to your accountant and uh, do your books that way if you guys use a personal accountant for your business. But it's, you know, it's free and it's just about anything you'd need for what we're doing. Now, does that tie into any type of POS or is it strictly just the accounting side of it? No, there's no POS. I use uh, Square's POS. Got and it. then just uh, generate my reports. Have you looked at um, SalesView? SalesView? Yeah, I, I've looked at SalesView, but uh, it didn't really work. Now, did you look at Back of Houses for that, though? Did What's you, that? Did you sign up for the app and go to Back of House and look at all the stuff? Because that all yeah. ties in for your accounting, too, and inventory, yeah. employee, hours, all that stuff. Yeah, I, I took a look at it, but uh, with my bank, it just didn't work out because I needed something to where I could batch. You mean well, batch credit cards? Right. You can do that on there. Can you? Because I couldn't, I couldn't see it. 
Yeah, if you uh, if you go into Squarespace, uh, it's been a long week, can't even talk. Um, so you go into that and you go to Manage Shift. Um, it brings up your shift details. Click on Manage again, and it'll give you that option: Manage Cash, Deposit. You you know. Well, yeah. still, still though, we have a lot of vendors that aren't using SalesView. They're using you know Square into its Go payment. I mean, there's there's several of them now. And um, I, I love, you know, my sales view, and I'm going to be doing a, a video on it, setting one up as a new vendor. But I would, I would love, I love the fact that you found a found a free um, way for vendors to track their stuff, and that they can share with their accountant or bookkeeper or whoever. And that way, um, they don't have to switch if they don't want to. Yeah, even if they don't use a POS and they're just taking cash and making their nightly deposits, it's a good system to go that way because, you know, QuickBooks, how much you got to pay for that exactly. for every year. Exactly. Yeah. Well, no, they give you two years. You're allowed, like, if you bought it this year for 13 you can use it for 14 and then they bang you. Yeah, then they yeah they take your arm off the next one time. Um all of these companies have figured out slowly how to, um, especially these popular ones like Intuit products, figure out later how to to hook you into something that you end up having to buy monthly or annually. And in- I, just, I just use a coffee can. <laughs> the mattress. <laughs> and the mat too. <laughs> and that too. Yeah, we gotta we gotta get you though. Bubba, where you're, um, where you need, you know, a 55 gallon drum instead of a coffee can. Yes, when I can go to the drums, I might actually go back to the bank. But you had a good, <laughs> you had a good week this week. Yeah, I did. I did. I had a good week. Uh, the uh, health department tried to shut me down Monday, and that was fun because they were wrong, and I made the guy call his boss in front of everybody, and he got off the phone and said, "Okay, I'm sorry, I got to go." I still shook his hand. <clears throat> for coming out to shut me down, but I won that one, uh, which was a coincidence because the Friday before, that was Monday morning, first thing, and that Friday before, I was city code enforcement talking to them and not having a great conversation, and then by coincidence, they show up Monday morning. Wow. Uh, but they were wrong, and I won, and uh, this week, too, there was uh, an interesting thing, and this goes a lot, I think, to say, for your cart, for the for the big dog cart, and everything I've learned at the setup, I swear to you, this week I had 20 people, at least 20 people, go. So is this okie dokie doggy daddy thing? Is this like a franchise that you guys bought into, or is this your guys' thing? <laughs> so by looking the way it looks, the cart looking as good as it does, and then the, the setup stuff that I've learned from everybody, that I think that's a huge. That's Deal. a compliment. That's a huge yeah. compliment. Yeah. Well, that, that you not working in that, you know, Speedo, that's probably helped a lot, too. <laughs> well, when I do wear the Speedo, it's only on the special days because it's very special when I have it on. <laughs> not that you can see it because my blubber hat. <laughs> you, you ain't having them stuff the tips in that thing, are you? What was that? You're not having them stuff the tips in that, in that Speedo, are you? <laughs> no. No. But yeah, we had a we had a good week. Uh I came up with a new chili recipe that's just rocking people's butt off, so that's good. I mean literally where people were walking away taking a bite and they would stop and turn around and go, 
what the hell is this? I go, is that good or bad? They go, it's great. I went, well, then it's good. <laughs> well, James, I want to thank you for joining us. Um, and, and you may have already ran. Um, your screen went dark. But either way, I want to thank you for joining us. And come. you're welcome back anytime. I think he ran to the bathroom. He's still there. He's just got up and walked away. All right. And Kyle, welcome to the show. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm glad you I'm glad you're joining us. Um we needed we needed you this week. I think you're the you're on the the board this week for picking the tip of the week. Yeah. Oh, Jen, I think it's James. <laughs> I picked last week or the week before. <laughs> uh before you signed on, Bubba threw you under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> oh right. look, we got Corey Lawrence, but we got some calls coming in. Hey Corey, how are you? Well, let's throw Corey under the bus. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> Corey's going, My mic's not working. <laughs> well, I'm there. Go- we are. <laughs> I'm glad you're with us, Corey. Let's see. Um, call our area code four eight four. You're live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio and Street Food Vendor TV. Thanks for joining us. Hello, caller. I can't hear you. We're gonna um, put you on hold, and um, we'll go take another one. Um, area code 401, you're live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio and Street Food Vendor TV. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Ben, it's Rob. Hey, Rob, how are you? I'm good. Um, I'm actually going down to Pennsylvania this week, and I'm actually going to to go see uh, my boy, um, uh, Love Hot Dog, while I'm in town. Uh, The question I have tonight is probably one that doesn't really get asked, but you said... Um, in the past that you obviously do a taste test of hot dogs um, in order to pick the right hot dog. Now, the question I have is, do you do the same for hot dog buns? Because I know there's two types. There's uh, side cut and top cut. Which ones do you guys recommend in order for easy use and the best quality? I think top cut are sexier than anything on the planet. Um, they look good. They they present good. They look unique, almost gourmet, at least in the South. You'd never see them. And so when I have done them, and I even filmed it the first time I put them out, it, it was um, – the reception was beautiful because it looks more like you just bake these out of your oven. Where What part of the country is in? Me, I'm in Rhode Island, but I'm going to probably be moving to Pennsylvania. Okay. Down here, I can tell you they look a little strange at that bun. Um, I've used them for lobster rolls when I've gone back to our roll and cutting it like a split top. But up in New England, that split top seems to be like your standard roll. That's what you get everywhere. Um, I agree with Ben. They look nice. For me, they don't work because the sausage is open the roll up too much and then there's not really any room for toppings. So I use a roll. Um, Brian's seen my rolls. It's a little more like a steak roll. Have you um, now, Brian? What did I say? I said, have you now, Brian? He's seen he my hot steamy buns. <laughs> I've seen him put his sausage in it, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole other method. <laughs> Got the girlfriend over going, bunch of sick bastards. <laughs> <laughs> what was she thinking? Uh, what part of PA are you moving to? 
Uh, well, I'm looking at Reading right now, but I'm not. I'm you know, I'm still. I'm going down there to go talk to a bunch of the zoning uh, um, offices and uh, just to scope out the area because um, I have a friend living down there, and that's a reason to move down there. But uh, I just need to get the hell out of Rhode Island. I just I want to be close to New York. Rhode Island. Yes, uh, I am too. Are you living Where? there now? What's that? You live in there now? Yeah, I live in Rhode Island now. Where do you live in Rhode Island? Cranston. All right, I'm in Warwick. Yep. It's not that hard to get out of Rhode Island. No. I was just going to say, you know, Rhode Island's like the size of my backyard. You guys are probably like neighbors and, you know. Don't even know it. (laughs) Probably. Where where do you (laughs) vent? Um, Actually, I'm just starting. Um. I spent this last week just getting everything in order, locked in my commissary, locked in my location, and now I'm just getting the ball rolling. I already have the cart. I just went to the health department, running through all that, so I'm setting up my inspection for next week, and I'm just going to start, hopefully, within the next two weeks, slinging some dogs. That's awesome. Nice. I'll, I'll definitely take a take a ride over to you and get a hot dog from you when, once you open, bro. Likewise. All right. So you, you guys say you guys say the the, the um, top split is better because well, a lot of Rhode Islanders, a lot of Rhode Island vendors that I've gone to here do the side cut. They don't do the top cut like the lobster rolls up here for the hot dogs. Well, like Jason was saying, the side cut is going to give you more room for whatever reason. It it holds more. Um, I I use the side cut. I just think the the top cut is sexy, and it's because it's right. you don't see it, and so it, it's something unique. It's more of a cosmetic Good point. Thing. So you think his buns are sexy is what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. If you look at my uh, Facebook page, I've got a banner on the top of it, and they're all top cuts, and I started using that, but I had a problem with using the top cuts. They would split all the way, and then they'd be hard to handle when you eat. And um, I switched up quite a few times, but as far as presentation goes, you can't beat them. No, you can't beat it. Your your picture across the top, your banner is gorgeous. And those are all of your dogs, right? No, they're not. You just found the picture. I found the picture. My dogs actually look better than that. Your, yours that are on your Cubans? Your Cuban, I, I've seen what he's talking about. He's got, He put up some pictures of uh, these things he did on his Cuban rolls, and I got hungry. I mean, I get hungry really easy. I really want to eat again. You know, they're an expensive bread as far as the breads go, but I sell really big sausages, and they're really the only thing that fits. And when you toast the Cuban on the grill, man, there ain't no better bread. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Well, I, I love Cubans. Pressed Cubans are my favorite. The, um... Well, I don't know if um, I would go with the top cut, other than if it's a presentation issue. But I agree, it, it they are beautiful. Well, if you go with a top cut, you probably need to be doing like an eight to one, uh, just so you got a little more room. Smaller dog, yeah. yeah you, you throw a okay. six on there; it's most likely going to split, not leave you a lot of room for uh, toppings or condiments or custard. And they make them. Right, there's it. still some. There's still some six to ones that are longer, like a boar's head, 
which hangs out an inch and a half out of you know both ends of your bun, and they really look good. They present well, and that would give you the room too. Okay, I'm not, obviously I'm going to test all these things out before I open my cart, but I, I've never heard a question about buns, you know, and I know that it, it's a key, it's a vital part to the hot dog. So, you know, I figured I'd ask now before I, you know, get into it, but. Um, I appreciate all you guys' info. Yes, sir. Um, keep us up to date and let us know how things are going. If you're coming Absolutely. down this way and you're at the south end of Reading, let me know. I can get with a bread guy. Um, I just had a guy up from almost on the edge of Delaware this past Friday. He's got a match to my cart, and he's been doing it two years. And uh, he came up to see it and like the rolls a lot. And we're going to see if we can get him down to him also. But, uh, you know, Give me a call or stop by. Absolutely. Um, well, I already, I already, I'm coming down and go see you to get a hot dog from you this week, Carl. So we'll definitely uh, chit chat for a little bit. All right. Well, this week I'll be there. Next week I'm swapping with Brian Shores because I'm tired of my view. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I just don't know if I'm going to fit this part. I might have to get out to turn around and go in the other side. <laughs> <clears throat> Well, I, I appreciate you calling in. You have a good evening. All right, thanks, man. Thank you. All right. Um, well, tell us, um, Corey, what's been going on? Uh, you know, another another busy week. Uh, we got our awning put up on our trailer um, this last week, and so that uh, that really paid off with. Uh, we had a rainy, a couple of rainy days, and and uh, so our customers can stand out there underneath the awning. You know, we're, I've I've caught a little bit of a show earlier on my phone, and people talking about signage and stuff like that. And and trust me, when when O'Doggy started, uh, you know, it wasn't. Uh, we didn't have a lot of money to put back into it right away either. You know, so there was a lot of things there that we had to uh, just slowly add to. You know, that that's kind of been part of it for us is. So we just started out with just the cart, and then we got uh, we eventually got the sandwich board sign uh, that was drawing people in, and uh, you know we're constantly always putting right back into the business. You know, I mean it's yeah, it's tempting to to just keep all that extra money and and you know do everything else, but honestly, you know your customers see it when you're putting right back into the business, and so uh, you know people are saying, oh, you need to get this, you need to get that, and and trust me, we want to we want to do everything we can, but uh, you know, when we finally got that awning up there and, and got it taken care of, uh, you know, they noticed it, but it, it looks great. Uh, we finally got our, our Ben's carts umbrella out there. Uh, we had that rainy day, and, and the people were eating out underneath that, and so it was good. Things been slowly but surely uh, adding on to the trailer. Now, I see you just um, – you started a whole other company, an O'Doggy's Chill Trike. Yeah, yeah, the O'Doggy's Chill Mobile. That's right. I love it. Yeah, that's uh, you know I've been been waiting on that uh, that shipment for a while, and and uh, it's 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 finally uh, Missouri bound. So um, yeah, my uh, just did a little alteration on our current logo and and spruced it up a bit for the Chillmobile, and and uh, went uh, went public with it yesterday on our on our Facebook. And, and I Twitter, saw it. So, yeah. Well, congratulations on that. Where are you gonna? Um, do you have any plans already for your your chill trike? Where you're well, going with it? Yeah, you know, I mean, 
it's, it's kind of a, a little bit of this and that. Uh, there'll be times when we just keep it parked out there by our trailer. Um, uh, we have uh, we have a cruise in every two weeks, uh, kind of a car show deal every two weeks at the Chevy dealer. So I'd like to, to set it up there. We have uh, there's a there's a motorcycle club here in town that sells hot dogs and burgers. So we never really wanted to step on their toes and and cross that line with uh, the old doggy's cart. But uh, this gives us an opportunity to set up with our um, with the with the old doggy's chillmobile and and kind of get in a situation like that too. We've also thought of, since we do some different fundraisers, uh, maybe offering up the trike uh, for some of the university clubs and stuff to uh, rent it out to them and uh, and make a little bit of money that way too. And, and that'd give us an opportunity to get the, the trike pedaling around on campus because we can't, uh, that's not something we can do. We can't pedal on campus, but I think if it's a, a campus organization uh, using it as a fundraiser, then they would be allowed to. And, and uh, just another foot in the door at the university here. Absolutely. Well, I'm I'm excited for you. Um, the I love your new Facebook page or whatever you did to it um, recently because I saw it today, and for for the chill mobile, and right. and I like the colors you went with, and it stayed with the theme. It looks good. No thanks. Yeah thanks. I I have some talented people, uh, friends, and and thanks uh, for that one. Well, Stacy did the original logo, and then actually my nephew took that logo and and did the Chillmobile uh, take on it for me. So, yeah, he did a good job. Hell, I thought you did that, Corey. No, uh, I'm, I'm not that talented. <laughs> I was just curious, Corey, is that is that going to replace the uh, rickshaw? <laughs> you know, I'm still working on that rickshaw. I'd, you know, shipping uh, shipping on that rickshaw is going to take a little while, I think. <laughs> I'd love to have that rickshaw, though. If we ever get the delivery, I mean, people are always asking us about delivery, you know, and and that's a tough one to swing when it's just uh, my wife and I out there. But if we ever got that rickshaw, we'd be doing that. Brian, you're looking for a job. (laughs) (laughs) I needed to lose some more weight. (laughs) Next week, though, because he's working for me next week. I'm taking his trailer for the week. Okay, well then we can we can swap uh, the week after that. So I'll, I'll gladly send him down. (laughs) <laughs> that's what I said when I saw Corey's track. I was like, "Well, hell, that's a workout right there." If you don't hit the profit, <laughs> yeah, you know, we I can stand to lose some weight. So yeah, that's uh, people keep saying, "Well, who's going to be pedaling that?" And my wife, my wife is not going to be pedaling that. So it'll probably be me. <laughs> hey, come September, you know, it, it, the season will be done down here, so I'll probably be looking for something to do. <laughs> there you go. <clears throat> Jason keeps having trouble with the plug-in, and that's why he keeps jumping in and out. Um, but we'll uh, hopefully he'll uh, make it back in. Yeah, see, he makes it back in quick. Kyle, do you have any updates other than what we just heard that you're about two weeks out, you said? You hear me, Kyle? Yep. All right. Is that Was that about it as far as your updates? You're, you're looking at about two weeks? Hopefully, yeah. Everything goes well. So far, everything's going well, so I don't want to jinx it. Well, good. Brian, what's going on? Oh, man. Miserable weekend. Miserable weekend. It was a real cloud cover cooler today. Really cooled off. Um, But this this week's looking better weather-wise, and should have some nice, outstanding new pictures for Jason and... (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, and I, I'm, I keep looking out for one that, you know, I'm going to post a special one because, you know, it, as great as it is, as, you know, working the beach and everything like that, there are some people really pushing the maximum density on these bikinis. <laughs> how, how far can uh, can pleather stretch? That that's that's Jason's favorite though. So that's right up his alley. No wonder you haven't sent me any of those pictures. I always post it on there, but you you know your Facebook and everything like that. Is, I'm gonna have to try to figure out a way to just send it directly to the page somehow. And I'm out there with just the phone, you know. And, you know, I don't have that fancy Macintosh stuff that keeps dropping off of this. Oh, oh wait a minute. Okay, no, sorry. <laughs> I can see James. James's wife makes him smoke outside. He carried the computer outside to talk to yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. Corey's wife let him back in though. He he yeah, did the. I'm he, inside. Yeah, right. yeah, Corey's inside. He's out of the doghouse. Just having those internet connections, I'm like, you know, I'll just I'll just stay inside tonight. So. <laughs> well, I'm glad you did. The um, I'm glad y'all are on. I'm just sitting in my bar. <laughs> That's well, what I got. <laughs> the computer sits on my bar. <laughs> I tell you what, I'm gonna do is go ahead and do these um um tips, and we'll see what what we can pull up here. Let's see. Bear with me just a second. All right. The first one is um, Jim wrote in. Jim Collier of Good Old Dogs in Illinois used Barkeeper's Friend. It's called Barkeeper's Friend. And if um, somebody could post that in the chat room, um, those chats stay there with us. Um, not the chat if you're on the live show, but the chat over there at um, streetfoodvendor.tv. If you'll post it in that chat room. It will stay there, and people can go back and look at these. Um, so, Brian, all that hard work now will be there. Oh, yes. And I, I will second that barkeeper's friend um, with that cart that I've got, you know, all that stainless and everything like that. That stuff, with the salt air down here, even the stainless, you know, gets those little rust spots and stuff like that. And that barkeeper's friend, if you've got stainless on your cart, everybody should have a can of that stuff and a sponge, and it just – Cleans up the stainless, beautiful. Well, good. I like the personal testimony. I've never tried it, and you can and you pretty much should be able to find it. Um, you know, just about any of your, your your retail grocery stores, Walmart stuff like that, um, in in the cleaning products. And like I say, it just it works outstanding. Well, that was from. Um, That's me. That's yeah, me. there you go. <laughs> and I uh, vote for that one. <laughs> that's good Kyle Phillips writes in um, tip one never sacrifice quality for quantity good quality dogs presentation and preparation are key in the business don't take shortcuts the time and effort you put in will determine how successful you will become that's an excellent tip tip two quitters never win and winners never quit you hear that you heard that's it here right. Make sure you do your research before you jump into this lifestyle. Watch the free um, videos at LearnHotDogs.com, YouTube, etc. before overwhelming yourself. It's not hard to get started, but it's not easy. Be vigilant, set goals for the day, the week, the month, and accomplish them. Watch a video a day, catch up on previous podcasts, ask these veterans of industry the questions. Don't rush into this. You would not run into a pitch 
pitch black room with four walls around you, would you? I like that. <laughs> Eventually, you will know when you are ready to get your hot dogs on. Tip three, if you're looking to sell a lot of hot dogs, be friendly. Look sexy and smile. I have I have I have trouble Kyle pulling off the look sexy. Um <laughs> What do you mean with that hat? <laughs> yeah. Sexy left years ago. If I if I do this with the hat, I can get away with the Garth Brooks kinda. Um yeah. if you have I'm it more broke back mountain, but you know. <laughs> oh. Oh. Wow. <laughs> oh, look at that. It, it seems Brian's having a bad connection. <laughs> there he goes. Bingo. <laughs> oh, I recommend, um, it says, if you're looking to sell hot dogs, be friendly, look sexy, and smile. If you have a dry personality, I recommend watching Braveheart or 300 as part of your prep. <laughs> it will pump you up to say, to slay some customers' appetites with setting up. I love that one. and and i think that's dead right there on that one i mean you really have to be you know a people person you know somebody that's going to be out there and just be all business and not interact is to me is going to have a really rough time of it you really want to talk you got to want to talk to folks or it's over period and 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 I know that it can be intimidating. It you know I've talked about this before. It can be intimidating to talk to these people, and they're just almost as nervous as you are. Have you ever walked into somewhere new and you're kind of a little bit skeptical or a little bit put off? You don't know how to react or how to act around them. Well, if you could break the ice with something, um, you're going to have a grand time with that customer, and it's going to keep them coming back. If you're in an area that is going to have repeat business, or in an area where you want a tip jar to be successful, then you need to be friendly. I think that's an excellent one. Yep. I don't think Kyle's going to have any problem with that. Nope. Two great movies for... (laughs) 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 Oh, let's see. Let's go to... um, Let's see... Okay, Jim. Our, Jim gave us this one earlier. The um, the wave accounting. I posted the link over in the chat room. Um, another good one. If you need an accounting software that's free and that you can share with your accountant or bookkeeper, um, he's provided that information. I had never heard of it. I think it's a great idea. Um, let's see. This is a neat one. This is Wicked Local Dogs, and he writes and says. Freeze a gallon or a half gallon of water jug and put them in your coolers first thing in the morning to get your cooler down to temp. Once you get to your spot, pull them out and put your ice or ice packs in. You can refreeze the jugs overnight. The cooler will already be cold when you put your food in, drinks, etc. Probably um, an excellent idea because it's going to your cooler after sitting all night, it's going to be at whatever temperature the ambient temperature is, whether that's 85 degrees in a warehouse or if it's, um, you know, hotter than that in, in some of these southwestern states. So that that's a great idea so that it's cool and you don't waste your money on ice trying to cool get it down to normal temperatures before you get it to freezing. Um, that came from Wicked Dogs. 
Jack Coley. Let's see. Here's a tip to save money on ice for all those who don't have an ice machine. That'd be me too. I can get 20 pounds of ice for $1.75. Pretty cheap. Using two colors. I'm sorry. I'll learn to read better. Using two coolers with heavy traffic and Florida heat, I would spend um, spend that daily. But I hate paying for someone else's frozen water. I started freezing my own ice, full size, four inch steam pans. Um, so he's he's freezing his own ice in his four inch steam pans. Two pans filled about an inch from the top to make thirty five to forty pounds of ice. I stick one or two in an extra fridge or freezer, or fr- my fridge freezer. I have in the garage every morning so they are ready for the next day's business. Pans are tapered enough so that the ice slides right out. Doesn't damage the pans. Tap on the blocks of the ice a few times and and um, with a hammer to bust it up and poof. His words, poof. No more ice, Bill. I like that. This can easily save you 50 bucks a month on ice. Now, see, that's a smart tip. It is, it is some extra work, and if you have kids... That'd be a good job for him. Fill these two pans up every night, and 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 fifty bucks a month is a um, a cell phone bill. That's actually my tip, and it's yeah, I save more than that a month. Where is that? Where in the heck is everybody getting these twenty pound bags of ice for bucks? On? Is that I can, mine a, I, I can get mine at a little kiosk. They have a kiosk uh, business down here where you can get. Fresh water, which is if I need a quick five gallons of water, it's twenty five cents a gallon. Put the five gallon thing on there, and yeah. they sell ice too, and it's all automated. We have yeah. those too. We have those here that, and the the water's filtered like seven different ways to Sunday. You know, it's got um, ultraviolet filtration. And it's supposed to be the best water on the planet, and then, but like if I go fishing, um, which I don't get to do as much as I. I'd like, um, but if if I go fishing, I'll go to those places and fill up my cooler with the ice because they do it in bulk or in bags, and so I just hold my cooler under it and put my two dollars in, and I've got you know twenty pounds of ice. Man, I wish we had something like that. Hey, our twenty-two pound bags up here are three damn near four bucks. Wow. We've got it lucky here being right here at the shore. You know, we got the fishing boats coming in. Um, I've got a place called Dock Street, and we pay $6 for a 50-pound bag. I mean, I, I literally, and I pull right through their alley and fill up. I go through $20 worth of ice every day. Mm-hmm. That's I go through about 10 bucks a day of ice. <clears throat> well, I... Because yeah. what are you paying city water is maybe, you know, a cent a gallon or something. Whatever. I mean, yeah. And I don't have to make the trip to the ice place, you know. It's, it's, you're not really wasting any time. Yeah, you're and cutting out a headache. Steam pans, you're good to go. What size steam pan were you using? Four inch what? Half half size or? Full size. Two four inch full size. And I've got these two, uh, they're split pans, and they're really tapered. 
And um, if I have an event, I'll use my other freezer and I'll put two of them in and I can make close to 80 pounds of ice. That'd be enough to go buy another freezer. I, that's what I did. I picked one up at the yard sale for 50 bucks. I picked an old fridge up and uh, yeah. for 50 bucks, my ice is already paid for that. Plus, I don't have an ice cream. Yeah. Well, my, my ice goes 50 bucks a week, so right there. You know, I did the I did a similar thing. I went to a, a it, it's like a, it's like a Goodwill, but it ain't it isn't a Goodwill. Um, but same kind of concept. You know, people donate stuff for resale, and I got a fridge, and it was an old piece of crap fridge, and it was even rusted inside. And you know how, the, especially those older ones, they all cool from the freezer. The freezer is producing there and then it's restricted to give you the colder air well i cut the wall out in between with a sawzall that looked pretty you should have seen it and um because a sawzall you know how that blade is when you go into something real hard it stays nice and straight like this as it goes in and jumps around and i ended up with a um a huge freezer and i probably overworked the compressor but only once because i kept stuff in there um, right. You know, if you keep it full, it doesn't work that much. Right. I've been, Ben, I've got one I've actually been meaning to tell you about. I don't know if, if anybody else out there, I use a big 150, Igloo 150 quart cooler um, to keep soda, you know, canned sodas. And what I do, they'll take, you know, you've seen the dividers and stuff like that. I use, they're just the right size. You can get two milk crates. Inside there, you stack your sodas up in there, and you can get like, let's see, like 40 cans of soda per milk crate, and then you've got a gap in the middle, and you just load that up with ice, and it'll chill those sodas down. But then the nice thing about it is when you need to, you know, clean that cooler out, you don't have to sit there and take all those individual cans out. All you got to do is just lift those two milk crates out. And you're, you know, you're ready to clean it and dump it. That's a good idea. Have you seen the, um, the? And I think we talked about this on the blog, not on the radio show once, but I, I take a a metal. Um, it, it's basically a hog trough, if you know what that is. And it's just a round, you know, tub, and and it's cheap. You can buy those at co-op or tractor supply. Usually pretty cheap, and you can put ice in it. And kind of like the ice cream deal, making homemade ice cream, if you've ever done that, you put salt in there, and it lowers the freezing point of the ice, and so it it makes it rapid freeze. Well, what happens is you can put sodas in there and stir it around um, with a stick, a bunch of canned sodas, and within, and this is no joke, within about 90 seconds to two and a half minutes, somewhere in there, you're going to be um, ice-cold soda. So if you ever get to a point where you're having to fast-serve them or you've got a bunch of hot ones and you want to cool them quick, that ice and salt trick works. I've done it twice now. Use the rock salt? It's a rock salt, yeah. It's like a um, – it's, it's the same salt that you'd put in um, your ice cream maker. If you've done those old-timey ice cream makers where the kids sit and spin them for like 12 hours. <laughs> <laughs> I told kids to go sit and spin, but it wasn't for ice cream. <laughs> My you kids cool beers that way. You can put a bottle of beer on top of ice and just start spinning it. it gets cold quick. 
my kids know the trick now. If I tell them, hey, we're going to go, um, we're going to go, do y'all want some ice cream? And they'll go, no. Um, because they don't want to have to do the work. <laughs> Lazy kids. Um, let's see. I'm extending this um, to two hours, but I'm not going over. I've already been warned. My wife has already come to the door, give me that look, and said, is this still the show? <laughs> is this you still with your freaking friends? Yeah. <laughs> How dare you <laughs> spend two hours a week? <laughs> you man. Oh, Ben, I also wanted to let you know that gentleman that you had directed my way, uh, he did come down. He came. He sat with me for about four hours. Uh, you know, looked all over the cart and everything like that. I think you know, we had a really good, nice, long chat and everything like that. So, thank you for doing that. You bet. You bet. Let's um, let's take a caller and um, area code seven two zero. This is Ben. You're live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio and Street Food Vendor TV. Hello, Hello, Ben. Hey. Hey, Ben. This is Drake. With the hot tippity dogs. How we doing? Good, good. I've been meaning to try calling in for many, many weeks, and I just never been able to. Been always been busy on Sundays, and just want to shout out, hey Jason, thanks for all your information, and Ben, you're awesome. Thanks for all your information. <clears throat> well, I appreciate that. And I got to buy some parts from you coming up. I'm going to build another cart. Are you? Yeah. You going to do something cool or crazy or wild or put a hot tub in yeah, it? Yeah, something. Yeah, something. We're going to do an Italian cart called Skeddy's. Oh, I like it. It'll be kind of like different. But anyways, I just wanted to call in and say hey and hi and. I don't know if you remember me. I wrote you an email when I first started out. I, I started did. Doing, uh, uh, doing $40 days, and then we jumped up to $80 days, and then we started doing a couple events. We're in the farmer market, and there we're doing uh, averaging about 450 and then we did uh car show, and we, we finally broke a $1,000 mark. Wow. I don't care who you are. A $1,000 day is a big day. It's a good day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. This is great. Well, I'm glad but, to hear uh, it. Yeah, I've been, I've been listening to your show for the last, well, since October of last year. But uh, unfortunately, I can't uh, listen to it on Sundays. i got to wait for you to email it to me. Oh, oh, it doesn't um you, well now just so you know it's on the um if you want to watch it it's on YouTube uh-huh. as well within a within an hour. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, you can just go to youtube.com forward slash Ben's Carts and it'll be on the most recent uploads. It's it's uploading as we're doing it. Oh, cool. But I, I appreciate you calling in, and um, and please stay in touch with us, and, and let me know how that new um, new cart build comes. You bet. I got a question for you. I'm selling sure. uh, Vienna hot dogs, and I'm asking $3 for the 8-to-1s. Right. Do you think that's too much? 
but I'm huh? including uh I'm also including the condom or uh yeah, the uh condiments. I'm doing uh I give the free condiments of uh pickles and lettuce, tomatoes. Oh wow. Um no, I think that's cheap for a for a Vienna dog. I mean, Vienna's expensive, and and if you're going to sell a name brand, you know, part of that you're paying for the name, but the other part you're paying for the, the it's a higher end dog. Okay, what do you think would be a fair price on something like that? Well, we've seen vendors um, do them for four. I've seen vendors do them for five. Um, so, uh, you know, it's really up to you um, and what your market can handle. Okay. Yeah, because I'm doing the Chicago dog, and I charge $5 for that with the Vienna. And then I do their five-to-ones, and I, I get $7 for that. Does that sound well, too cheap? or? Jason's probably your better person. I, I'm too cheap on everything. And so um, I'm like the whore in the hot dog business. And so... Um, the you know Jason and Rob a, a year and a half ago were telling me to raise the price on on different stuff and all I've done is events type stuff and I have raised the price at the events but I about choked when you know he told me what he was charging for lemonade and I felt like I was robbing them if I charged them that but they didn't care they paid it and everybody was happy and it was still a decent price it was a fair price so it's all in you know how you perceive it and um, I'm a cheapskate most of the time and so. That's um, that's why I like all these little tricks, like this ice trick, and you know, watching yeah, pump yourself up yeah, before just, you swing dogs. <laughs> yeah, I just now got logged on to your show. We just got back from a feast, and we did a car show this afternoon, or this yeah, this afternoon, and we did very well there. And then we're, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, Colorado Railroad Museum. But uh, they have uh, Thomas the Train, and I guess it's a big deal with kids and stuff. So we just booked that for three weekends. It's a Saturday and Sunday in, in September, and they got anywhere from uh, three to 4,000 people each day. And we're about the only men that are going to be there. Is it a lot of kids that are going to be there? Oh, yeah. You may our, our want to, you you may want to go with a different dog, um, or at least another option. At least, and any of these guys can you know, Connor you know give their opinion on it too, or contradict me. It, it's not like I I am the the master at this. Is if you have kids involved, I try to use a softer dog, which are typically your mixed dogs. You know yep. your chicken pecker uh-huh. and big dogs, and yep. people like those. In my hometown, people like those dogs. Um, they'd oh, rather cool. have those dogs than an all beef dog. Yep. So, yeah, and they're dog. they're way cheaper. Like my yeah. my wife right now, if I sent her to the store and said, I say sent her. Um, if I asked my wife nicely, <laughs> if she would care <laughs> to run down to the store. Um, and and said, could you pick up some hot dogs? She'd come back with chicken pecker dogs. That's yep. what she'd bring. She chicken liked, pecker dogs, huh? Yeah, chicken pecker and beaks. Yep. Huh. 
We we carry. I always have a pack of uh, cheap old bar s stuff on the cart. If kids come up, rarely do we get too many kids. And lately, we've been having kids come up and they want to challenge daddy, and they're they're all eating these quarter pound Nathans. It's hilarious to watch a six year old say, "I want relish mustard. I want what dad's got." And just watch a six-year-old wolf down a quarter-pounder. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. But, and, and so you may want to add that dog or that option, for, especially if you experience a lot of kids there. Um, we do have a vendor in Colorado, Jason knows him well, that has been serving for over a year, and he serves Bar-S dogs. That's what won out of all his taste contests, Bar-S won. And okay. that's what he serves. Who who is that vendor? Um, <laughs> um, I I don't think he'd care if I tell you. His name is Boo Boo Hargis. Okay. I have to look him up, talk to him. But uh, yeah, I just enjoy your show and enjoy your products. I'm going to be buying some more stuff from you and. But, uh, yeah, that's well, all I, I got to say. Well, thanks for coming on. I hope you have a good week and, and stay in touch with me. Thanks, Ben. And, thanks. uh, Jason, thanks. And, oh, I, I got a question for Jason. Is Jason on the line? Absolutely. Jason, you do, uh, a ski resort. Yes. How, do you, how did you get into that or how did you approach them? If you don't mind me asking. Um, they actually approached us. It was an evening. I was getting ready to take my family over to the mountain to go snowboarding. And uh got a call from a woman, asked if we do catering. I said yes. And, and she told me who she was, and her name rang a bell. And uh, I laughed, and she said, what's so funny? And I said, well, we're actually loading up to head over there. So I went over and talked to her husband and struck a deal. And they're, they're having us back this year. And uh, we actually did... Uh, a bike race, they have a launch bike park for those guys that ride those bikes down the hill at 60 miles an hour. Got a couple of screws oh, on yeah. it. We went to one of their events. We have another one of those in September. <clears throat> then we have their uh, Halloween, their Scare Mountain kind of thing, a whole Halloween thing that we're doing nice with them, and then we go right back into ski season. So if you have a ski resort, man, they're an awesome, uh, awesome place to try and get into. If you can get in with them, you know, Ben will tell you. I mean, it, it's just it's good money, you know. Yeah, it, it's a lot of vendors don't make what – Jason had a, a jam up um, even his first month there, still getting his bearings there with other competitions, still ended up doing what a lot of vendors do in three or four months. Yeah. Yeah, mobile wood fire pizza guy that was hating life because – I consulted on his trailer, and he built an external trailer, so he stood outside in the snow for the season, and uh, he didn't like that. But so, the, uh, talk about the dogs for you. Have you looked at the National Six to Ones? I mean, that's another good dog you could use for when you got all the kids there and stuff. It's definitely a lot less expensive than a Vienna Beef. I mean, what are you paying for Vienna right now, Pam? Well, for the eight for. The eight to ones I'm paying for uh, a case of those for eighty dogs. I'm paying fifty two dollars here in Colorado. So that's uh, five twenty a pound, roughly. Yeah. 
National beef should be down around three twenty three. And yeah. And Sam's has the Bakers and Chefs where I get my all beef dogs. They do the yeah. um chicken pecker and, and and chicken lips and and stuff dogs and they're like fourteen dollars for eighty. Ten pound yeah. We and tried the Baker Chefs and my customers just kinda didn't it's all it's all in the area. It's all in the area. Yeah. It's like it's That's like I weird, huh? Boo Hargis told me that people love the bar S and I was going, What? Yeah. I, I would I'd walk past a bar S. I'd rather lick a napkin. It just it just never did anything for me. I hate I, it just has a crappy taste to me personally. But Yeah, I don't I don't care for them either. I'm not sure if it's a hot dog. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> And then, uh, quiet. I was just noticing that last thing that you put up there, that overlay on there, and and you started to kind of look like Corey. Let me find some glasses. And Jason, do you do you do the ski resort? Is that an overnight gig, or do they shut down at eleven or something? Uh, It depends which night of the week. And what part of the season you're in, but they shut down. And then uh, <laughs> I usually leave the trailer there. Uh, Thursday night, Friday night, I take it home. Or Friday night, I leave it there, and it stays there Saturday. I take it home Sunday. So, you know, it's, just, uh, it, it's a great location. If, if there's any way for you to get into a local ski resort, it's just an awesome location. You'll wind up meeting a ton of people. Um you get a lot of contacts for later on in the summer. You won't believe how many people call you and say, oh, well, I saw you here. And will you do a private party? Will you come to my business? So it's, you know, a great way to double up your business. Oh, you know, cool. our place also does zip line tours and, you know, all that kind of stuff, too. So. Well, heck, Jason, thanks for all the info. And I think I'm going to start um, looking for well, I'm trying to find a place to do the winter time. And uh, thanks for your info on that. you have any uh, Christmas tree farms near you? No, not really. Okay. We have, well, they're all up in the mountains and stuff, but okay. down here in the city, we don't. Where are you at exactly? We got a lot of, pardon me? Where are, you Where are you located? I'm in Arvada, Colorado. Colorado. Okay. Um, so we got plenty. Of, we got plenty of ski resorts. What part of Colorado? Are you? Well, you know where uh, Golden, Colorado is. Where? Golden, where Coors uh, manufacture the brewery. Uh, I'm familiar with uh, like Boulder and Denver. I know okay, we're I'm in. Be- yeah, I'm in between uh, Boulder and Denver, <laughs> but closer <laughs> to the the mountains, the foothills. All right. What about um? I mean, don't those guys do a lot of hiking stuff out there too? Yeah, they do. Uh. But it's it's oh yeah they do a lot of hiking here a lot of rock climbing and stuff but these are healthy people and they don't want to eat hot dogs. Yeah, 
<laughs> uh, see, that there is one thing you could do. I mean, if you're in Colorado, you could call Continental Sausage. They're in uh, Denver. And, uh, you know, when you get into the exotic game, people think it's, you know, crazy. But, I mean, obviously it's a lot healthier. I mean, you know, when you're talking about ostrich, it's one-third the fat of chicken. Yeah, it's a leaner meat. So, yeah, any of the game oh, no. is very mean. So that that might be an angle for you to maybe bring in one or two exotics a month, a week, you know, something like yeah. that uh, for the healthier types. And that was called Continental Who? Continental Sausage Company. They're in Denver, Colorado. Just type in exotic meats on the blog at LearnHotDogs.com. Okay. You'll pull up the stuff that Jason gave to us on the different um, options that are there. I mean, they've got. Oh, that'd they've be got, awesome. uh, I mean, he does a jackalope, which is uh, jackrabbit and antelope with. Uh, I forget if he was using cognac or Jack Daniels, and uh, I think cranberry, and they call it jackalope. He's got a lot of good stuff. There's another famous uh, hot dog slinger out there. It's a retired repo man too in Colorado, and uh, Biker Jim yeah. gets his stuff from those guys too. They, they have a lot of good stuff. He's got a good menu on his price. <laughs> really fair and in around the five to seven dollar range a pound which is yep. if you're buying that kind of meat that's pretty cheap yeah yep. for exotic. also the other thing they'll do is if you say you wanted to make a special sausage like if you were doing a, a brew pub or a bar that made their own beer and you wanted to do a special brat for them you can send them a case and they'll add 30 pounds of beer to a, you know in a 180 pound batch so you could have you know, Golden Colorado Brew Pub's beer turned into a brat. Hmm. No kidding. pounds, but it's, it's not bad. Their, their shipping's really well. Uh, they'll ship five cases for, I think it was like 50, 55 bucks to me. And that's that's really not bad. And when you, when you look at it per link, it really doesn't add that much money to it. Uh, oh, hey, Corey's got a better view than Brian. Yeah, I figure I'm I'm ready to go now, so I'm just getting used to it. <laughs> How did you get that? Yeah. I like that. Yeah, that's kind of nice. How'd you do that? Yeah, there's a back uh, there's a background section here. <laughs> <laughs> I like that, Corey. <laughs> well, gentlemen, thank you for your time and stuff, and I don't want to tie you up any longer than than I have to. And you guys, I'm sure you got. Other people calling in and stuff. So, well, I appreciate you calling in. I hope you have a good evening. Thanks, Ben. I appreciate everything, and man, I can't wait to send some business your way. Well, I appreciate well, that. Thanks, gentlemen. You bet. Bye bye. I'll talk to you later. All right, do we have anything over on the um, chat room that we need to do before we go tonight? No, they've just been talking back and forth about where to buy dogs, who's got the best. <clears throat> it's funny to see all these things from different parts of the country. The prices change so much. Oh, yeah. People are typing up there. It's like, wow. I did have that one tip I forgot to tell you about, too, that I talked to Corey this week. We where we've eliminated our menu and literally just have the board up and we say $5 meal and here's the special. And everybody just walks up and goes, I'll have that. So it simplified everything. Instead of them reading the menu and getting confused going, well, I don't know. I don't know. They literally walk up and go, I'll have that. 
Okay. Great. So every day we just switch the special and just making a five dollar meal deal. <clears throat> We're like I said today we averaged a five uh five what I say, five twenty five per ticket. That was our average ticket. So That's good. Not so bad. Two um two minutes. My two menu minutes. special. What was it? But yeah, your menu's a little different. <laughs> And then you get people that ask questions like, well, what's the blueberry taste like? <laughs> or, or you get the ones, we had one the other night, my wife was with me, and, and this guy, we're at a concert, and the guy says, well, I don't get your menu. Okay, what do you mean? They're either sausage or hot dogs. What do you get? Well, I, I don't get it. All right, well, step aside and let the non-mouth breathers order back. <laughs> Well, they all, they, go, go look at a window and call it happiness. You know, leave me alone. These are kind of questions you can get. The one, the one thing on our menu that we had to work at that people used to, they'd never heard of it, was uh, uh, my wife's achara, which is a green papaya relish. And green papaya is only grown in Southeast Asia and on the Pacific coast of, of Mexico. So nobody here knows anything about this stuff. But now that we've got people on it, that was especially today. It was a chili dog with this sweet green papaya relish, and it's gone. And we got to go out and run out, which makes it hard because if the Asian stores don't have it, we can't have it. But we would we would literally just we we bought a box of, of, of spoons. We just taste tested it for like two weeks. Somebody come up and go, "What's that?" We wouldn't even ask. We just dip the spoon in and go here, and then they taste it. And ninety percent of the people went, "Yeah, throw that on my dog." They didn't know what it was. They just liked it. But everything else is pretty general. But that one we had to work at. And now people are coming up asking for a chara. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, Bubba, find find a local produce guy and see if he can get it from the market for you versus trying to you know, force it through the local store. Well, we've got a lot of – here at Indianapolis, we've got more Asian stores than you can shake a stick at. And my wife says – that through her coconut telegraph of all her Filipinos, she knows where to go get it. So we're going to go tomorrow, and if they've got a bunch of them, she'll make a bunch of them up because it's pickled. It's actually a pickled green papaya relish. So if, if she makes it all up and we keep it in ball jars, it's good for ever and a day. But uh, we've checked around to some of these some of these other, you know, the, the Midwest farmers and uh, some of the local produce guys, and they're like, green papaya, what's that? Because they get all their papayas from the South America, which is more of a pink papaya. Yeah. So, you know, but we, she says the Coconut Telegraph tells her where it's at, so we're going to go there tomorrow. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, if you can offer a seasonal topping, like right now, we uh, we have some friends that just have a huge garden. And, and last year, when we first started with doggies, they, they brought us a jar of this uh, banana pepper relish and uh, – just to see how it would go, and I mean, people went nuts for it, and so they they were happy because they had just an abundance of banana pepper, so they made up a bunch of it for us, and and it sold into you know just the beginning of the fall, and and once we ran out, we said you know that's it, and and people been jonesing for it all year up to now, and and once they realized we had it again, I mean they were they're wanting to buy jars from us right now, you know you got to come here and, and just get it on your dog, you know, yeah. kind of like Jason and the bacon jam, yeah, you know, I mean it it just brings them back. Well, see, the thing is, too, is bacon jam is, is pretty simple to make. It's unique enough that 
you never hear of it. But bacon, bacon anything is great. But what's neat is Jason has sold his in bulk, and if if I lived near somebody that had it already made, I'd buy it because I just don't want to deal with it. And a lot of people are like that. So if you find something that does real well, you you might consider bottling it up. Right. Well, well, me and Crest were talking about that today because nobody around here, even her Filipino friends, are not good at making a chara. And Cressy's just stupid good at it. And I said that today, I go, you know, this thing's going over so well, we could bottle this and, and, and sell it. And, of course, she's like, oh, that's a lot of work. I said, yeah, but it could be a lot of money. Right. <laughs> you know, but it's that good. And even her... Her uh, her Filipino friends here have her. They'll bring her the green papaya to make the damn relish because they can't do it. So she's got something, and I just know it tastes good. And and the the people that are buying from our cart have fallen in love with it. Uh, and it's it's just because I mean it does taste that good, but it's also something so different that we have that nobody else has got. But I said, well, let's let's look into doing this, you know, bottling it up because, like I said, it's pickled. So we put it in, you know, the mason ball jars. We could ship that out easier than anything, you know. So we'll see. Well, hey, Jason. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Have you ever tried uh, freezing your bacon jam in, like, ice cubes? Nah, it doesn't last long enough. <laughs> I mean, we're doing steady about 25 pounds a week right I now. I froze some, Jason, and, you know, when I made up my, my first batch, the next one I did, I doubled it. And so I told my wife I'm going to freeze some. Well, we froze some, and it ended up being um, goo when I thawed it out. It didn't, yeah. it, didn't, it didn't have the same texture. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. It may work for you. you I only did it once, and I may have done something wrong. But it, well, I mean, it we had Jack Daniels to ours, so um you know, that's what makes it a little different than like Martha Stewart or one of those, but it it literally doesn't last long. I mean, you know, it's almost become like the bane of our existence, that and sweet onions. Um <laughs> you know. I mean I had to make sweet onions the other night after offloading that trailer of stuff and uh, you know, cutting 15, 20 pounds of onion and being tired and that kind of stuff. It's, it's just not good. No. Where, where, Jason, do you, your, the recipe or where do you get the recipe for this bacon jam? Um, man, that's on the site, isn't it? Yeah. The, yeah. Just type in bacon jam and, okay. um, in the learn hot dogs blog. And, and I've, I've even got a video making it and everything. Okay. It's all off Jason's recipe. Um, I'm gonna have to close this out. Um, I, I, we need to pick a winner. Who who was was it? Um, who volunteered unknowingly? Phillips volunteered to pick somebody. Yeah, well, Kyle. Kyle. Yeah, but Kyle has has three in it. I um, volunteer. All right. So let's volunteer Brian Shores to pick somebody. Wait a minute. Oh, oh, I'm underneath that bus. <laughs> it's parked out back here. There was that one that was really good. That's the one I picked. <laughs> I tell you what, I think I think I'm gonna um I'll 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 take the blame tonight. 
if that if that's all right. Let's see here. You got the big hat on. That's because I got a big head. Um, I didn't I didn't braid my hair tonight, and I wasn't gonna let y'all see it unbraided, so I put the hat on. The <laughs> let's see. Which hair was that? I you know what I think I'm gonna do I think I'm gonna do two tonight. Um, just because we have um. Two great ones that I thought, well, they're all good. I just think that um, we're going to do two. I say that we go with um, Jack's Mustard Seed Grills um, Frozen Water Trick. First time I've ever heard of doing that, and I think it's brilliant. And the other one, bear with me, is going to um, be Kyle's, um, especially Tip 3. But tip one and two, everybody kind of got a bonus. We get we get four tips out of that. And um, both of y'all, if you don't already know, um, just email Ben at Ben'sCarts.com, your name, address, phone number, and an email address along with it. And um, tell me if you want book, um, a chip clip set, or um, a dog sled, and I'll send you whichever one you want. Send it out tomorrow. I appreciate you you participating, and I, I dang sure think it's cool that you're here and helping out. Good deal. Yeah, me too. There you go, Jack. You win. Well, folks, I appreciate it. I, I've enjoyed the show. I'm going to go ahead and wrap us up, and I don't think we have anybody. Nope, we don't have any other questions. And if I can find the music, but I appreciate everybody coming on tonight. Have a good night, guys. Good seeing you yeah. Adios. Got a question about hot steamy buns? Call Ben at 424-258-9364 for the latest tips and tricks in the world of oiners. That's 424-258-9364. Press 1 to talk live. One-on-one to Ben. Sunday night, 8.30, Eastern Standard Time. HDVR. Hot. Steamy Buns. See you, Ben. See you later, brother. Vendor Radio was brought to you by Benscarts.com and the hot dog answer man himself, Mr. Ben Wilson. Also by the letter H and the number one. Tune in next week for the very best hot dog vendor information money can't buy on HDVR Hot Dog Vendor Radio. Hey, Ben. Yeah. Well, I got you. Uh, what do you think I should go with out of the three items? I, I could probably use all three, so which one would you recommend? Um, 